0: Hello, hello, welcome to the Roto-Slappers Fantasy Baseball Podcast, right here exclusively on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Happy 4th of July to everyone out there that is tuning into this. I know it's tomorrow, but we celebrate all weekend technically. uh, It is fantasy baseball, so you know I am not alone. You recognize the guy sitting next to me, the the Texas Ranger himself. You're in Texas left behind
1: you. Because that's where the Rangers
0: are going to be. Blake. Blake Kendrick. How's it going? How you doing?
1: I'm good, brother. How about you, man? Happy early 4th.
0: Happy early 4th. I see you're, you got some decoration going there a little bit on huh? you. i sure. red,
1: white, and blue on my shirt. Got a little bit of fireworks behind me. <laughs> With some 4th fans over here, man.
0: What are you uh any big plans
1: tomorrow uh we're gonna head over my brother's do some burgers and hot dogs it's really too hot to barbecue but we can do what we can man and uh then uh firework wise lucky man uh it's bro it's so hot here it's just like out like people anyway i'm not gonna get into it i'm not gonna complain too much but my daughter's uh window second story and it looks right out at the golf course where they have the fireworks and over here so <laughs> yeah that's where we'll uh that's where we'll be at we'll just watch them out the out the window man we ain't got to worry about the mosquitoes in the heat that way
0: that's good today we did kind of ours today you know in a sense i was at the pool all day cooking myself and that's why i I can't wait to shower and just like lay in bed when we're done with this show. Because then I got behind the grill and uh, sweated even more behind that as I'm uh, a little indigestion there. Sorry. So, yeah. So, (laughs) we did some. I did some brats today, though. So, I did brats, but I did the uh, beer brats. So, we did the beer Ah, in the pan with uh, grilled. I did some caramelized onions, too, and then Uh cooked it with the brat juice afterwards.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, man, I got a I got a buddy from Detroit, man. He showed me all about cooking those brats in the in the pan with the onions and peppers, and then <laughs> you know the beer. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it comes out really good. So that's what I did. Good stuff.
1: Good stuff yeah.
0: Ugh, except I'm burnt. I can feel
1: it. Gee, usually, that's, that's never fun.
0: Usually I don't get burnt, but I since I see a dermatologist every year, so now I've started wearing. They told me to start wearing sunscreen, so I tried, but we'll see mm. where that goes. But yeah. All right, so everyone out there, stay safe. Don't be stupid. What go see a professional fireworks show? Don't blow your hand off. Yeah, uh, don't. <laughs> don't blow your family, don't blow your neighbor's house up, your house up. Um, yeah, so be safe out there. No Jason, uh, Pierre Paul's. Let's mm-hmm, not get none of that. Yeah, action no
1: PPs. Yeah, no JPPs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're here for some fantasy baseball, though. So I suppose we'll get into some fantasy baseball oh before i get into some fantasy baseball let's do some other stuff real quick here make sure you also stay tuned right here on the bloodline entertainment network uh later tonight twitch jd gonna be playing some video games i never know which night is uh detroit almost human which night is the the star wars jedi game but it's one of those two games later tonight um after raw so make sure you tune in to that And anybody that's out there that is watching this for the first time, tuning in on YouTube, uh, you haven't liked or subscribed it, make sure you click below, like, and subscribe to the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Uh, You won't be sorry. That's for sure.
1: No, you will not, sir.
0: So we're going to jump right in here with a little bit of some injury news and notes before we kind of shake things up. And um, we're going to bring back the buy low sell high not so much how we used to do it though we'll each give some guys kind of tell you who we think we, you should be doing with them since it is mid-season right where well, this is the final oh, push we're like what are we nine weeks away or eight weeks away from fantasy baseball playoffs
1: yeah you want to you want to go ahead and get those low and sell so high while you can especially right before the break i get into that a little bit but,
0: but yeah but yeah some injuries let's let it rip uh hold on we got a comment, so I might as well take care of that before I jump in. Dylan, what's up, my man? Uh, look at this. All The people who make us look so good all coming in a row here. Um, if you didn't notice, the countdown video, too, by the way, that was Devin. Uh, yeah. The graphic, the thumbnail for the show, Dylan, our guy, what is up, my man? Here we got Nick, who had the awesome intro video um, and the awesome layout you're watching us on right now, too. So, yeah. The bloodline, thank you. All of it, just making us look real, real good. So thank yeah, you for that. For sure. <laughs> we look like a real operation thanks to you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> thank Content me. on the other hand, hey, we're still working on that, but at least <laughs> we look good. I look. I'm a bad golfer, but I always told myself you have to look the part when you show up to the course. So I, I'll look. I'll get there and like a. And I look like I'm in the PGA. Sometimes what I wear. That's how you got to <laughs> be right. Look the part. Worry about the actual game later.
1: (laughs) All right. right.
0: Injuries. Clayton Kershaw placed on the 15-day IL. That's Clayton. It's actually surprised. This is the first one, right, all year for him? Yeah. Wow, he made it a half um, with shoulder soreness. But he played catch for a second straight day Sunday. uh, Said he felt better but couldn't avoid the IL stint. So monitor that situation. Here we go. Astros late Jordan Alvarez right oblique strain he began taking swings um in the batting cage on Sunday yeah and uh throwing and taking fly balls to the outfield so could be he could be they say he could begin taking swings on the field in the coming days good news for you huh
1: I like it um I love it actually that's (laughs) the Astros need all the runs they can get well they did score 12 today against the Rangers got your Rangers each in the series, by the way. Anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> Jordan's bat—that's that's the best thing I got. So um, <laughs> we'll say uh, I think it's—he's not coming back till after the break. Um, he did make it onto the All-Star team, not as a starter. Maybe he'll get an at bat in the game. You know, Dusty'll give him an at bat. You know, I even
0: the- bother. He should—he should just skip that. Completely. I, I
1: feel like that too, but uh, Dusty's a sentimental guy. He'll probably do that.
0: No, oh boy. Well, we're not done with the Astros. Uh, Jeremy Pena out of the lineup. Fourth straight game in a row Monday due to a stiff neck, but mm-hmm. was seen fielding ground balls and pregame drills and yeah. hit from the batting cage.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll it, be coming back soon. They said it wasn't anything serious.
0: Framber Valdez mm-hmm. uh, ankle soreness. Said uh, he should be able to start Thursday or Friday in Houston against Seattle.
1: Yeah, um, he rolled it. He rolled his ankle two starts ago, and they said it just progressively got worse after his last start. Um, I don't know, man. If I'm a pitcher and I roll my ankle, I don't want to be out there on the mound. That's that's painful, dude. But hey. yeah,
0: yeah, me neither. Uh, Michael Brantley, once again, little update here, huh? Originally scheduled to take live batting practice this week, but Dusty Baker said Monday that uh, he's plateaued somewhat in his rehab and isn't ready. Plateaued somewhat is an interesting phrase, I would say. Um, Do you have any interest in uh, your queety?
1: Man. I want him back. Our pitching staff's pretty bad right now. I mean, fantasy wise, fantasy yeah. wise, ah, uh, is it? Yeah, you know, I take him. I take it's him a rough on a whim. landscape out there. So I take him on a whim, man. I mean, he, he's not a horrible pitcher. <laughs> if, if points leak, he can he can get you, you know, 10, 12 points, maybe fifteen, maybe.
0: <laughs> All right, there you go. See, Blake. Blake's a little in on him. Um, Jazz Chisholm, there we go, the left oblique strain. That saw the swing, too. um, Did not look good when he took that swing yesterday, placed on the 10-day IL today. So, yeah, not good. We'll see how long this takes now, like we talk about every week with oblique strains. Never, never good. Uh, Edward Cabrera threw a 25-pitch bullpen session on Monday, his second bullpen in four days. So that's good there. Um Shohei Otani. Uh-oh, people freaking out who haven't realized that. Uh, he has a cracked fingernail on his right middle finger. And uh they're gonna play it safe with him. And he'll should. take them on Tuesday instead of Monday. Mm-hmm. Brandon Drury placed on the ten day I.O. uh with a left shoulder contusion, tried to make a diving catch. So Zach mm-hmm. Neto just a couple days away from starting baseball activities um so that's good there tristan mckenzie right ucl sprain another one we just hate saying uh will mm-hmm. resume throwing in three weeks in the hopes of returning by the end of the season bryce miller seattle mariners hit the 15 day il monday retroactive to saturday with the right middle finger blister like we said last week on those blisters they could be Anywhere from one start to the most pesky thing you've ever seen to where a guy misses a month because of it. Yeah. Uh, Just a very, you can't really, you never know how long it's going to take with them. So, Uh, Masataka Yoshida held a lineup yesterday. He took a 102 mile an hour fastball right off his right calf, but x rays came back negative. Uh, You're the guy you'd like, Garrett Whitlock. Uh, mm-hmm. right elbow tightness early in his start on Sunday against the Blue Jays. So he'll un- he'll go under undergo an MRI today and determine the next step.
1: Yeah. Uh, Update on that I saw because I have him and uh, he uh, actually MRI went good. They're just going to keep him out, uh, I think, until after the break. But uh, no major, no, nothing major is what they said. I did drop him though can't lie <laughs> as soon as I saw that I was scared some comments here before I get to the
0: a big name Charles Smith thank you thank you, thank you sir. For tuning in very much and it is still it suns out guns out after today it's definitely suns out guns out I think my the back you, you can't see it on camera but I'm just too burnt to cover it put anything on there right now it just hurts so uh uh oh <laughs> I saw, I saw that, man. Uh-oh. You know what that means. Hold on. We'll get back to Injury notes, but he's giving us his... Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. You know what that means? That means Tim King is giving us... His weekly update for his fantasy baseball, his one fantasy baseball team, and he says he's got his ass kicked by the guy in first place. So, there's yeah. our update on that one. No. Sorry for my French, as he says it. It's okay. Nobody yeah. likes losing. No one well, likes losing at
1: all. I almost hit you up, Tim, just uh, like reminders because I wanted you to beat beat him. But uh, <laughs> I, I let it go. I let it go. We'll be all right. Playing.
0: All right, Shane O'Mac, Tampa Bay Rays. Ooh, boy. Uh, He was placed on the 15-day IL Saturday with back tightness. He had to leave his start against the Royals on June 22nd uh, after three and two-thirds innings, as we had discussed, but um, he lasted just three innings Friday against Seattle. So back on the IL with back tightness. Familiar name for me, uh, Nick Magical. He left Monday's game against the Brewers with a... I'm not surprised though, right hamstring tightness. So, uh, soft tissue from Nick Madrigal there. Austin Hayes, left hip contusion, was out of the Orioles lineup, uh, today. Uh, Brandon Hyde said the 20 that the outfielder was improving. So, we'll see what happens there with him. Uh, this happened after a collision with Twins first baseman. Um,. Corbin Carroll out of the lineup for the third consecutive day on Sunday due to shoulder soreness. However, he did appear as a pinch hitter, so that's good. Merrill Kelly played catch out to 120 feet um, back on June 30th, then through a bullpen session Saturday. So that's good. One that almost one that almost uh, I'm in a dynasty league where you have to have 35 innings pitched and uh i had it all planned out i was perfect i was like all right i only need a couple innings going into sunday should have paid a little bit more attention and of course i had michael kopek going and it's a 16 team dynasty league so i don't know what you know about starting pitching in a 12 team league imagine starting pitching in a 16 team league so it doesn't exist so i was this close uh hayden uh was from the cubs ended up pitching two innings in relief and bailed me and got me to 35, but uh, yeah, Michael Kopech, right shoulder inflammation. Uh, he pitched through the shoulder discomfort so far this year, but placed on the 15-day IL Sunday. Um, probably an all-star break thing to give him extra time uh, since he's been pitching on it anyways, during, so he can go rest a little bit more for all-star break. Uh, Royce Lewis lands on the 10-day IL. Uh, yep, suffered left oblique. The oblique is killing us in fantasy baseball lately. Uh, so yeah, another one with the oblique. Nestor Cortez has the left rotator cuff strain. He did, uh, he threw a bullpen for the first time on Friday, so, and it was encouraging, so they say. We'll see what happens next. Could be today. I have not seen if they did, though. I've been at a pool and barbecuing all day. Uh, Carlos Rodan, who once again you said was never going to pitch the first half of the season this year. Uh, you said that week one. We'll go back. We're going to play that tape. Um, he made was what is expected to be his final minor league rehab start on Saturday for High A Hudson Valley. So yeah. That means pretty much lining up what to come back after All-Star.
1: No, um, he's, right before? He's, he's uh they they got him starting Friday, I believe.
0: Oh, that would be interesting. So right before All-Star break. Yeah, okay, I see it now. Friday. Good call. Uh Michael Conforto hasn't played since tweaking his left hamstring. Uh, while making a catch in right field. MRA exam revealed only a mild fascia strain. I hope I said that right. <laughs> I don't know. Faja, I think that's what it's called. Uh, uh, the Faja. Manager uh, Dave uh, <laughs> it could be wrong. You don't want to quote me on that one. Uh, Gabe Kapler did say Sunday Conforto is trending in the right direction. Uh, Mike Yastrzemski. He began a rehab assignment with Triple A Sacramento on Saturday, so we'll see if he can make it back before All Star break. Uh, Lamont Wade out of the lineup for the second straight game on Sunday with back tightness. He did pinch it, so that's a good sign right there. Um, yeah, the Tigers' rotation should improve a little bit better there as a Eduardo Rodriguez is penciled to start Tuesday, I think Wednesday this week. Uh, I don't really think scoobal is on anyone's radar so Edward, mm. at least eduardo rodriguez is back and
1: uh he's facing the a's at least <laughs> i was looking at him at my waivers but i didn't add him
0: <laughs> yeah i wouldn't i couldn't either riley green he ran the bases with uh, triple on saturday could begin a rehab assignment with the mud hens Steve. jose quintana uh, rib surgery will get one more minor league start before he makes his mets debut after all-star break and then you darvish man the Padres having a rough go this year but uh he hasn't pitched since June 21st due to an illness he did not start in Sunday series like they originally hoped so you Darvish still sick yeah but with that being said that wraps up injury news and notes for the week so instead of uh we're gonna skip over the usual good bad and ugly and we're gonna bring something back are you ready Blake
1: I'm ready brother (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's back. Buy low, sell high. It's midseason, so I figure, being that it is midseason, it's a perfect time to do this because trade deadline's coming up. You're making playoff pushes. Well, uh, we covered our theme. The last couple shows have been more so fixing your team and getting ready for the playoffs. So we're going to continue that trend uh to get you set up for some possible guys you should go out and buy, or maybe some possible guys you should go out and sell. Uh, so let it rip, Blake
1: all want right. gonna start off with buy low or sell high which one you, you think we should start with
0: you can start with you can mix them up you can do whatever you want you can go one sell high one buy one buy low whatever you want to do all right I'll,
1: I'll start off with the buy low it's one. a holiday Sorry.
0: blake there's no there's there no method no, to the mayhem here
1: no rules, no rules. at all I'm, I'm gonna throw you a buy low one first because my sell highs man you, you gotta be ready for those so What's up?
0: I'm not sure who is running the account, but um, what is going on?
1: Much love to the Bloodline Entertainment Network.
0: Devin, maybe? Is that who that is? Someone's on there. I'm going to guess so, Devin, so I'll just say hi to It could be anybody, though. Bileau. I should just run down everyone's name. But do oh, Go yeah, ahead. Uh... Go ahead. I won't cut you off again, I promise.
1: No, you're good. You're good, man. <laughs> it's holiday. Hey, so by low, Mr. J.T. Relamuto. Catching. Everybody always needs catching. He's uh, really scuffling lately and is getting some days off, plus the all-star break. I think that's a good thing for him. He's uh, He's the ranked seventh catcher. He might be 32 years old, but he still can run. He has 10 stolen bases. Maybe someone in your league is annoyed with him because they took him, you know, top 50 pick. Uh, He was the number one catcher off the board. You might be able to buy low on him. That's a that's a close call to me, but you could maybe buy low on JT lower than you usually could. Let me put it that way. I think, you know, them giving him some days off from behind the plate in the All Star break is going to bring him out of this funk. You know.
0: Yeah, he has a season high. He had a season high seven ninety nine um, OPS and a season high slugging of five oh six in June this year. So. Of- oh okay. Yeah, he's. Huh. This is gonna be a theme with some of these guys. I think some of these guys are baseball card guys, right? Mm-hmm. You, we can, we, I can, we're gonna. I'll give you some stuffy analytics on this show. I probably can't help myself from doing so, but I agree with you. Some of these guys are just gonna get the ba- back of the baseball card numbers by the end of the baseball season, and mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think JT Real Luto will be one of those guys.
1: <sighs> Go ahead. Okay, so my big one. Wow, kind of big. I have another one that's a little bigger than this, but my boy, I'm gonna tell you to sell high on him. Sell high on my boy Ozzy <laughs> I do I do expect him to finish. I'm predicting 33 homers and 15 stolen bases. That's that's quite the season right there. I called him comeback player of the year, uh, but being named to the All Star team plus the recent hot streak and being on the Braves, you could get a ton in return. You can fill in three holes and stream a second baseman all right ozzy he's he's gonna put up the numbers but if you have some holes somewhere ozzy's gonna be a big name man i mean ju- just like i said from getting all-star he's he's in the all-star game and playing for the braves so you can get a lot in return for Ozzy. that's my boy wow
0: boy.
1: yeah 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 wow I'm no, shocked. Don't worry, my next cell has even even more. Shocking. So, I will,
0: uh, if you want me to finish him up.
1: All right. Yeah, go, where, look. I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. All right, buying low, Byron Buxton. So, you know, there will be injuries with Byron. He's been a little, little healthier than usual, and, and he is staying at the DH. He's hitting for more power lately. Over the last 10 games, he has four homers and three doubles. He's still only 29 years old. And once again, this all star break should help. I would buy Lowell and Byron. All right. To keep it nice and hot, selling super high. If you can get a big return, I think you can. I know you can get a big return. Once again, my boy, another one of my boys, Corbin Carroll. I absolutely love Corbin Carroll, but I don't think he can continue on this type of pace, even though I do hope he does. I did pick him for Rookie of the Year. Uh, He has a shoulder, and I hope he does, actually, because I have a few uh, autographed rookie cards of his that could help me out a lot. Anyway, he has a shoulder injury right now, but rest could be good for him. They might just be resting him anyway. Uh, he He is one of the top names, you know, top three to five names in the game right now. So uh, you should land a serious haul for Corbin. And when I say sell high, I mean sell super high, like uh, Snoop Dogg high, like as high as it gets, bro. You can get a haul back. And if you're in – if your team's struggling, but you got Corbin on the team, hey, you need some help. Bring back, you know, four good players for him. Maybe
0: three.
1: (laughs) All right. This one's a little. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. Justin Verlander by low. So you may not get him too cheap. Uh, It almost feels like I could just say, just go and buy him. But uh, his last two games, he's been looking more like the JV we know. So maybe in your league, you know, somebody who has him has some injury scare, slow start, might get someone to move him. You might, you're probably not going to get him real low. But. You can get him for a decent price right now, I think. I, I think the price you can get him at right now to what he will do the second half of the season, it'll be worth your while. That, that That's that's what I'm getting at here. Uh, my last buy low uh, is who we mentioned earlier, Mr. Carlos Rondon, Rodon. Sorry about that, mispronouncing. Uh, he starts Friday versus the Cubs, like I said, and will probably be limited due to being out all season, Right. He hadn't pitched all season. He's gonna be limited. So most people who have held on to him, they they might not let him go easy, right? They've held on to him this long. But let a couple bad or maybe just not great starts happen and pounce on them, man. If healthy, this guy is someone who can change your season, especially pitching wise. You need pitching in there and pitching is thin. So let him have a couple, you know, rough outings with a few innings, you know. Go ahead and trade for him. Buy low. By a low. my last sell high. Masataka Yoshida, who we mentioned in the uh, in the injury report, he's not a serious injury. So, um, I mean, all I got to say is he hits doubles and brings in runs. Find a Red Sox fan to give you some goods for him. I do not think he's going to just keep producing, them, being just a solid, solid player like he is. I mean, he. he I would sell high while I could. That's my buy lows and sell high, fellas. Good stuff.
0: I um, I figured I'd. There's some big names. Just that what I want to cover. Then we could discuss uh, that. We'll get into that in a sec. Guys, that I would sell. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna hate me. But this was, this was sparked by something I saw on Twitter.
1: Okay.
0: Because um, I saw people on the other side of this saying, no, absolutely, you shouldn't. But I, uh, it's my obligation sitting here to tell you to do so. Yes, you should absolutely be selling high as possible. If you can't, if people are going bananas and you're starting to get offered top 25, top 30-ish players, for Ellie D Cruz you need to sell the living crap out of him like he yes he could be the greatest shortstop of all time um but more than likely there's going to be some hardships that he faces as pitchers get used to him and things like that so like all rookies you gotta take with the grain of salt no matter how good they look so far uh through their and so there's you know and so there's I can go with that I can go with that I hear you there yeah so I, that is one that I'd for sure sell on. There's next the guy we got to <laughs> talk about him. This is the this is the one I'm interested to hear your side on this too because like this is probably the most asked about guy on what to do with right now in fantasy baseball. Trey Turner. <laughs> what to do with trey turner huh
1: mm-hmm.
0: it all right it hasn't it's been a pretty really really rough, rough 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 year for him um like across the board if we hear let's look at it right now let me pull it up just gets it's not it's ugly because we get cooking here so hold on by the way i got a new laptop and um mm-hmm like it's nice to see things load and not like <laughs> freeze my laptop anymore when it happens so yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh But anyways, yeah. So this guy's now like if you look at his his baseball savant page it just looks bad. Like real bad. He's got a wOBA 2.99. Expected wOBA of 3.15. The expected wOBA of 3.15 would be the lowest in his career. Um not good. Slugging his expected slugging is four eleven, which also would be the lowest of his career. Everything kind of we get it, right? He's been bad. I had mm-hmm. Bakley had mentioned Mr. F- the F- a lot of we got a lot of Phillies fans here at the bloodline. Uh that the that the pitch clock is screwing him up. Uh I don't think anybody that's as good as Trey Turner gets that screwed up by the pitch clock. I just don't. So next comes the question what do we do? Should you try to trade for him or should you sell what if with anything you can get for him
1: back? Uh, I did look at him, I did look uh, and I had a feeling that you that you were gonna bring him up. So. I had to, it's
0: like the biggest name to bring up in yeah. this because of where you he was a top five pick,
1: yeah, top five. So some people took him one,
0: so yeah, no. I had him ranked one or well, mm-hmm. I think one, so yeah, and in Broto leagues, I had him ranked one, not in points leagues, but uh. I had Juan Soto one in points, but I, whatever. I digress on that. I still had him um, rank one in Roto. I don't know. I've been thinking about it, and I think it. What I think you need to look at is where you're at, right? If you're okay. if you're in first place, and yeah. you are locked in, like you are. There's no catching. Like you're not gonna. You're not losing a playoff spot. You you dominated so far this year you might have some extra help you might be a little bit deeper offensively in a sense where maybe you can you can get i always think of closers and especially if i'm in first place and i can sit around and wait till another closer comes available or i can find some save somewhere else um i always think of like a, a shortstop and a closer that can help the guy that has trade turn around who's probably scuffling from using him as a top with all the injuries too it's one of those you swing for the fence moves when you're in first place. Like if I land Trey Turner, and Trey Turner becomes um, like Trey Turner towards the end of the season again, and you get the fan in the fantasy playoffs, you get the the World Baseball Classic version that we all know Trey Turner can be. It might win you your fantasy league. In uh, yeah. some perspective. He hit 279 his, he did hit 279 in June and had a 766 OPS so June was by far his best month like we talked about last week. I I think uh, we're, it's way too early in July we're only three game three days in so you can't really say much on that um, he also had three homers and he stole 11 bases in June so I think you buy if yeah. you are in first place, I kind of went on a tangent about Trey Turner, or I think if you're trying to climb out of a hole, right? Uh, and nothing's working. Nothing is working. Tr- Maybe you, sh- you, you take a Hail Mary trying to, like, claw your way back to a playoff spot, and you go get a Trey Turner. Because nothing like a superstar that gets scorching hot that can carry your fantasy team for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And we might see that with Trey Turner post-All-Star break. We, we might be, it's been a rough start, but guys like they, that's why I don't buy the whole pitch clock thing with him. Maybe, maybe it took a while for him to adjust a little bit to it and get his routine back. But, uh, I think, I think I'd buy. Yeah. In those two scenarios only, like if I'm just bored and like, I'm fifth, like fourth place already in the playoffs, but I'm not the best. I'm not the worst. I probably stay pat unless something comes up and it's a pretty good deal. And then I still take a gamble on Trey Turner. But I think if I'm at the top or I'm at the bottom, I swing for the fence on Trey Turner.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, I can agree. And out of all the players who can just uh, put you on their back when you're not expecting it because he's been not what you expected all season, Trey Turner. I I, I trust Trey, and I would – I'll be honest, if I'm in first place – already i'm not I'm not doing which I'm not I'm not taking the hell Mary on him but that's just me I know you you're more you're more likely to do that in, so here's
0: uh... why this is why I say that in fan in baseball especially I say this if you're in first place baseball is a very weird game right a lot of times the first half doesn't look like the second half for players oh, yeah. there's a chance that your team breezed through that first half of the season. And mm. you're sitting atop in first place. But things change. Yeah. And now the team that was scuffling, like like the fifth or fourth place team, for instance, like the team that could have started 0-4, that came out of nowhere now, heading into the – his team is red hot. Those players are all going, while your players sitting in first place all season are all of a sudden having the worst month of their season now. Because it, right. it does happen. So that's why I think if you are in first place, you, you probably have some guys that are ranked pretty high right now. You might even have, you probably have some sell high candidates if you're in first place. You probably have quite a few of them. If you're that far ahead in first place, that's why I think it's okay to do it because you, you might need a spark plug or two of an elite player come fantasy playoffs to get through it. If you start fizzling out on some of these other guys that have carried you along the way, um, whether from hitting or pitching wise. So that's, that's the reason I say it like some guys that have never proved it before for a full season are carrying your, are just dominating for you right now in fantasy baseball. Well, it's not, it wouldn't be that surprising to me if they had a bad August and then yep. you stumble. Come, that's the, that's why I say, I think if you're, if you've cruised through this first half of the season, uh, like we have a couple teams that have done the league and especially that points league, um, it might be a good idea. To go get a guy like a tree turner. Or the yeah. next guy that I'm gonna bring up, Manny Machado, is the next guy who had a pretty, pretty bad, bad half. But Manny Machado uh had a 713 OPS in June. He had the injury, so that definitely played a part, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Although he was he was real bad before the hand injury. So it's not like it just derailed him getting better um sooner. But he did hit 262, he slugged 421. 713 OPS, for not good, but it's a better than league average, so um, slightly. So he's got – and he hit two home runs the other day, so now it's going to get hard, right? Yesterday did he hit two home runs, so he's got right. a 189 weighted runs created so far in July in three days. So maybe the owner's like, well, I'm going to sit back and see what happens with him. But he was another guy I was going to say, you go get two.
1: Yeah. I was offered a Bregman for him in the league and I turned it down.
0: You have Manny or Bregman? Manny. Yeah, I see. That's and that's probably how you should do it. You're probably if you're doing okay anyways, do you need it? Right. No, you don't need it. See, you're probably fine, but um next I thought I was trying to think of some guys here that so I looked at ADP And I went through and I was trying to find guys that are just oddly ranked based on ADP. Um, So here, we talked about this guy. Oh, we, we talked about... Hold on. I knew I had to pull it up here for a set. Oh, it's pull... I'm getting... Never mind. I'm an idiot. Um... Bobby Witt Jr. is a guy I'd probably try to sell in a, in a similar sense of uh, he high ADP, ranked 6th for his position. He's having a pretty decent fantasy year, but um, I think I'd still sell high on him. OBP still under 300. Uh, Royals are.
1: Yeah, say so he plays for the Royals. <laughs>
0: yeah. Dumpster fire. I think you can go out and get something for him and get something nice for him. So he's a guy that I'd probably sell so far this year. Um, guy I'd go try to buy. I'm not sure if it's going to work, but I think it's it's worth it. I thought about doing it because he's only hitting .246. Uh, OBP's 308, 13 homers, 19 stolen bases, but uh, Julio Rodriguez is a guy that I would also go out and try to buy right now. The people who've rostered him probably used a top easily top well,
1: top 10 at least
0: well depends so roto leagues he was going super high so i'd say top 12 pick in roto i saw depending on what platform you use, points leagues he was probably top 30-ish either way it was still a fairly high adp when i looked at the two but he's hitting 240 go look at the team that has him see how they're doing right now that's something i would also i'd, I'd probably go do
1: yeah
0: um if you look at his stat cast too he's he's really not doing much different than he did last year. So it's not – I don't think he's really um, – it's not like he's doing bad to me. No, no. He's due for a little bit of – he's due for little luck regret, like positive regression is what we call it. So I think uh, he'll have a much better second half also, one of those guys that will play something. So you might be able to get it out of him. Um, I wanted to talk about Sandy. Mm-hmm. Contra because I was like he's another one what was he top 15 pick he was going top 25 top 30 and even Roto and I had him ranked there also so that makes it a uh, a little bit iffy but then I sat here thinking to myself like the state of pitching is just um, it's not great (laughs) so it's like is the owner of Sandy, going to even sell him. Especially in the points league. Like He'd probably like, no, nah, I know he hasn't been great, but I don't know what you're going to give me that's going to uh, mm-hmm. help me out too much here. And I don't know if you giving up overpaying for him is going to help you out in a points league. So Sandy just seemed like the type of guy that unless you're getting some sweet deal, um, it's probably a stay put more than a buy low or a sell high with Sandy and kind of see how that plays out. Um, Like... I, I some examples were... you right Blake. I'll ask you, Nate, Ivaldi, or Sandy.
1: Who do I want for the rest of the season? Yep. Hmm. Ivaldi's injury history versus Sandy's flunk of a start. Um. I'm going Evaldi.
0: Yeah, it's a weird one. It really is because I don't know. I think we've seen enough of Ivaldi as long as he stays healthy. Um, he's pitching mm-hmm. pretty, pretty well. And we Texas is having a pretty good year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see here, though. I'll go down the list as we kind of go here. Uh, Mitch Keller.
1: Mitch Keller or Sandy? Yep. Mm, I'm leaning Sandy on that one.
0: There, so that we know kind of the cutoff there. I don't. That one's tough. Marcus Stroman or Sandy?
1: Sandy. Yeah. See, I just don't trust Stroman. You,
0: I, now. Now we're talking. I guess so. I guess if you can go, if you can, if you can offer them Stroman to take Sandy back for the second half. It's probably worth the gamble. It's another one of those scenarios to me where it depends on where you are in your ranking and standings. Mm-hmm. Again, like if I'm in first place with Marcus Stroman i probably try to load up and get as much ammo as I can for the fantasy playoffs. It might not work, but it's one of those things. I still like to, I like to take the hell I, like a, a year ago. I think I had traded for two years ago. I traded Jamar chase, uh, for Christian McCaffrey and McCaffrey got hurt. The very next day after the trade was made. Um, when I was the first place team in that league, but it was one of those things where like, you go get the, 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 the elite player and you try to go make the and run with them. Right. So, yeah, I guess I would try to do that, too. So Stroman for Sandy, I'd probably do. You know, who you should do Justin Steele, because that's who was my last one on sell high, because he's somehow still managing to put up 20 points and mm-hmm. starts. And I still don't know how you you need to like hang up the phone right now after this podcast and go sell. Uh, just Steel, go get Sandy, go make a package with Justin Steele and like uh, a Strowman type guy, and then go get Sandy if you need to go do it.
1: Steele made the All Star team.
0: I know. He, I don't even. You, it's, it's a, he's a mystery, big mystery. Sometimes all these anomalies happen, and it just kind of how baseball goes. And what'll happen is Justin Steele will get way overdrafted next year. And everyone will turn around looking at each other like, what happened? Well, it was the signs were all there the entire year last year. All right. So let's let the, you know what we got to do here. It's You want to know what's next, Blake?
1: Let me know. Let's see. All
0: right. Let it rip. Go ahead. And get
1: some waivers. On. All right. Waivers. I'll start off with my position players. Uh, let's start off with uh, Mr. Anthony Volpe. Shortstop for the New York Yankees. You all know him. He's 37.3% owned. You know him because he was such a big name at the beginning of the season. You know, New Yankees shortstop, big name. But he did not have he did not start off too hot. But his uh last seven, he has five runs scored, a stolen base, a double, a triple, and a slash line. This is what I like is five twenty-two, five forty-two, six fifty-two. On the season, he has 10 homers and 16 stolen bases. Not bad, but he has everyday playing time, and it's paying off. His his strikeouts are going down. He could have a big second half. Go grab him real quick. 37.3% owned. Next, Will Benson, outfielder, Cincinnati, 2.4% owned. All right, this might be in a, you know, in a deeper league, but for the season which is pretty much June because the beginning of the season when he started off with the Reds he was not high I mean I think he was like one for 20 or something like that and they sent him down to the minors he struggled a little bit in the minors but he started to pick back up and they had an injury and they brought him back up for June and uh so pretty much for June he's slashing 293 391 465 with three homers two doubles Three triples, six stolen bases, and 18 runs scored. So, he's in. He's producing in a loaded Cincy lineup. Lots of youngsters. He's 25, and uh, he could have a big second half, also. I think. Um, if you're in a four outfielder league, I would dare to say he's better. He'll do better than one of those outfielders. All right. All right. One more position player, Mr. Luke. Raley, outfielder first base, outfielder and first baseman for Tampa Bay, only 12% owned. I say pick him up now. On the season, this guy is batting 281, 363, 587 with 14 homers, nine stolen bases, 14 doubles, 44 runs, 35 RBIs. The last seven he's scorching, 333, 462, 714 with two homers, seven RBIs two doubles, and 8 runs scored. He does sit sometimes against lefties. That's the only knock. But he puts up such good numbers, he could be in your everyday starting lineup. He's most likely better than one of those four outfielders, I would say. Uh, Got to give a shout-out to Jameer Candelario, third baseman for Washington. If you need a third baseman, go grab the guy. And like I said, Luke, like Luke Grayley, pick him up while he's hot. Drop him while he's not. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I knew you wanted to do it again. <laughs> I got my, my pitching waivers real quick. Mr. Kyle Brad, is starting pitcher for Baltimore, 15.3% owned and took a loss to Minnesota his last time out, despite giving up only one earned run and striking out seven. He's on a solid he's a solid team and a pitcher-friendly park and facing the New York Yankees on Thursday. Say it with me, folks. We are not afraid of starting pitchers versus the New York Yankees right now. I might just keep him rostered if I, if I pick him up, you know? I mean, who knows? Uh, I feel good about him going into the second half of the season. Another guy, um, I hate mispronouncing names, but I met Sheehan, Sheehan, the Sheehan, uh, you know, the youngster the Dodgers brought up. Uh, he's 20.5% owned. His first three major league starts, he's 2-0 with the two sixty five ERA. He does not get a lot of Ks, but he did get a lot of Ks in the minors. I'm going to say he seems to be getting better every game. He did his last game give up three earned runs, but it was at Colorado. All right? So uh, he's facing Pittsburgh Tuesday, and his team is going to score runs. They're the Dodgers. All right? I'd go ahead and pick him up while you can. All right, and my for my first time this entire fantasy league season, and for the Roto Slappers broadcast, I will tell you to pick up a relief pitcher. I've not said, I've not, I have not uh, mentioned a relief pitcher on waivers yet. This is my first time, but a uh, partner next to me right here, Mr. Streets, mentioned him last week. Jordan Hicks, relief pitcher, St. Louis Cardinals, fifteen percent owned. Like I said, I don't usually recommend, or I just don't go. I'm not saying I don't recommend not picking them up. I just don't do it on the show. But uh, I think this is a must-add if you need any type of relief help. He'll get you a ton of Ks, and he's converted five straight saves in two weeks. Add them now. Cardinals are at the bottom of uh, the league, but I think they have the team that could get better. Um, Unless they're sellers at the – break Um, it could be that's a a possibility anyway he's going to get you some saves and strikeouts if you need either of those from your lead pitchers go get them right now
0: okay you want to run down the names just one last to recap it so
1: one last time real quick for my position players anthony volpe shortstop new york yankees 37.3 percent owned. will benson outfielder for cincinnati 2.4 percent owned Luke Rayleigh, outfielder and first baseman for Tampa Bay, 12% owned. Also, Jameer Candelario, third baseman for Washington. Pitcher-wise, Kyle Bradish, starting pitcher for Baltimore, 15.3% owned. Met Sheehan, I don't want to keep messing that up. Uh, For the Dodgers, 20.5% owned. And Jordan Hicks, a relief pitcher for St. Louis, 15% owned, folks.
0: I'll add a couple. I'm not – usually I don't – just a couple waivers. I'm going to cheat a little bit too because it's a guy that I had ranked pretty high, and now he's on his fifth. He's got five starts in a row with eight plus Ks, um, including 18 or more fantasy points. Also, five straight starts, and he's still only 53% owned. So, uh, Reed Detmers. He was a early season darling, still floating around. Still floating around out there in half of leagues. So, uh, you should definitely scour your waiver wire and go look for him in your yeah. league to see, especially mm-hmm. if you play in twelve team or less casual leagues. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I just had to, I had to mention him.
1: Oh, that's a good one. If he's out there, <laughs> you need him. He's <laughs> about
0: three, he's three percent over the limit to the game here. Trying to find guys that are not mm-hmm. under fifty percent, but he should be well higher rostered than fifty three percent. You know. Agreed. And, yeah, Jordan Hicks, yeah, it just goes with the old adage. Like, you could find saves become available throughout the whole season. Mm-hmm. Weird, whether it's injuries or guys lose jobs or trades happen It's just kind of how relief pitching goes. So, yeah, Jordan Hicks is the guy now to go get. Absolutely. And then um, that's about it for me. Whew. You did it. Good job, Blake.
1: Good job, my friend. You too,
0: no i have one more fun thing to do i forgot about that hold on let me i had a surprise for you um so i figured we'll let's see here i just got to get it loaded so i'm just buying time to remember what i was doing here (laughs) let's see okay I had found an article. It is Fourth of July, so this is what we'll go out with on this one. I had found an article um, that I thought was fun from USA Today. Um, the top—it was the top seven most notable sports moments on the Fourth of July. So I think we'll, we'll end the show here with that, and then we'll wrap it up. Number seven: Richard Petty gets 200th win during Daytona, um, 1984. Not a big NASCAR guy, Uh, Mm. although it was pretty cool last night, the Chicago one watching it. This one, this one you'll like. Number six, Nolan Ryan and uh, Phil Negro both recorded their 3,000th strikeout on July 4th.
1: Nice. Both Astros.
0: (laughs) Uh, Number five, Dave Rigetti threw a no-hitter, 1983, 4th of July. Number four, Billie Jean King, defeats Avon Guladong Cowley at Wimbledon. I don't even, I don't know anything about tennis. Must be pretty big because there's two of them on here. Um, I'm guessing this one was pretty big. Number three, John McEnroe ends Bjorn Borg's Wimbledon run on July 4th. Yeah, everybody two, loves Johnny Mac. <laughs> Jack Johnson, you know who that is, right?
1: Um,
0: Boxer. We're going back to 1910 here, but he beats James in 1910 called the it was the the fight of the century because it was obviously racially charged. Um, That's why. Motivation and number one. Lake. Can you guess what it is? I have no clue. Uh, Lou Gehrig's luckiest man in the world speech.
1: Oh yeah, man. I didn't, <laughs> honest, I didn't realize I was on the fourth. Yep. Man, that that's a uh, gets you right in the heart. Yeah,
0: pretty. That was pretty cool though. I thought some of a few baseball ones in there. So I was like, oh, it's relevant to here yeah. uh, when I saw it. Yeah. Especially the the Lou Gehrig one. But all right, go ahead, buddy. Where can they find you?
1: You folks can find me on Twitter at Big TX Baseball. That's Big TX Baseball. Big stands for Big Texas Baseball. But uh, look me up on there. Give me a follow. I'll give you a follow back. Might have some waivers on there. Might have this. Might have that. Have a little bit about uh, King Griffey Junior. and Mickey Mantle. Maybe he started a war. Go get in on it. Go kidding. get in on it. Go get in on it. It's fun. It's fun, man. I'm loving it. Uh, and uh, also um in case we forget to bring it up uh need to check out the podcast uh sandlot dirt uh yep oh yeah today, today was today was the first day it aired it uh has my friend right here mr uh michael streets
0: yeah you have some familiar voices
1: yeah and uh i'm on there i'm on there as well and uh it's 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 old school listening listening it's you know it's uh, baseball
0: supposed to be heard on a transistor radio
1: yeah. Yeah. So you just listen to the podcast. Yeah, I, I gave it a listen today and I was like, I can't lie. I, I was kind of impressed with what we did there. I was like, man, we, we, ju- we gave you some good baseball talk. I mean, it, it, yeah. it was good. It was good back and forth. It's it's really worth the listen, man. Really You'll have it. episode two will be next week. Yes. Same
0: time we're going to record this week and we're actually going to get you, um, we're going to talk about our favorite sports moments. And then as you get to know us um, we're going to talk to our favorite catchers too. And I'm sure Blake will have some stories. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, make sure you check that out. Sandlot Dirt. And speaking of that, perfect segue because where you can find Sandlot Dirt, as well as the Roto Slappers Fantasy Baseball Podcast, and as well as all of the Bloodline Entertainment Network, uh, you can find it, Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Music, all below right here. So we are on every major audio platform so you can find all of the audio versions for all your favorite shows so make sure you go check those out and subscribe there as well and while you're there if you're listening on apple on any of them make sure you leave a review uh leave a five-star review while we're at it that's what we want to see Two thumbs or, up. If, or if you're going to leave a bad one you better explain why for sure <laughs> we had told you already if you were watching this via anywhere but youtube head on over to youtube and then like and subscribe um while you're there if you have not done so already and i you know where to find me streets at streets of done twitter for the most part um although maybe one day i get a invite to blue sky because with the whole poll with the whole poll rate or whatever this is thing no not poll rate uh view rate whatever they're doing at Twitter now and pinching us each day, although it's been weird. It happened that one day, and it hasn't happened to me since. But um, we might be on Blue Sky or some other things soon, if we can get some invites to it. Uh, but for now, streets a over there on the Old Bird app Twitter. That's where you can find me. You can find the written work rankings, the 120, which um, we will get back to roto slappers fantasy football we are going to draft rounds three and four of that mock draft where we left off on one and two which is a which means you are going to get the 120 part three two this week because we are going to get back to that now um and i promise you we are going to record that at some point this week it's well we i know we said it but uh we took a vacation this is kind of what we did and it was well deserved especially for tim a much well-deserved vacation for him but The football show, we'll get back, and we're going to do rounds three and four there. In the meantime, though, go check out my rankings. Again, bloodline.com and the 120 and everything else. All the great content that you'll find on that website there. Make sure you do stick around, too. Um, Like I said, head on over to Twitch after Raw so you can see J.D. play some video games, um, which I think is tonight. Usually it's Monday nights right after Raw. So Mm -hmm. If it's not tonight, don't quote me. I did not say that. I don't know. I will deny that I'm the one who told you that it's happening. Uh, But in in the meantime, and yeah, Sandlot Dirt, please go listen to that as well. Uh, We'd greatly appreciate you. Uh, Again, have a very, very safe Fourth of July. Don't do anything stupid. Don't blow your hands off. Uh, Act responsible. And uh, we will see you next week. All right, Blake? (laughs) See ya.
1: How hard you can get hit and keep moving forward.